5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Welcome in Friday, uh, Monday. Oh, don't we wish you were Friday. Uh, Monday, <laughs> way early. Monday edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, always a recap of what went on during the week. We got uh, baseball to talk about. Got a lot of basketball to talk about. Got uh, a lot of other things to chat with. Uh, it is a... Uh, Joe Dooley Radio Show Monday tonight at Logan, 6 o'clock, so we'll lead you into coverage there. Uh, we'll hear from Joe Dooley here in a little bit, some Cliff Godwin cuts. Uh, but what a weekend it was at the Daytona 500. Uh, golf out in L.A., of course, Pirate Baseball. Break up uh, ECU lacrosse, undefeated. Also had, uh, from the weekend, some softball. Uh, you see you picked up a couple wins there, right? The Pirate Clash. Pirate Clash. Uh, summer night for a track and field. Set the indoor record for uh, both ECU for the institution, but also the meet record at uh, an event they were at in Winston-Salem. Remember, she was... Third the nation last year in the high jump, All-American. So uh, shout out our guy, Kurt Kraft. I think they've got the conference meet this week. I think swimming wrapped up its season this weekend. Golf's playing today, men's and women's. Uh, busy time of year. Busy, busy, busy time of year. Uh, ben Byram producing today's uh, show. Hey, Ben. Did, uh, how'd you do it? Didn't you, weren't you in a NASCAR pool or something? I was, I was. I, uh, I'm, I'm not too good at it. I, I picked the guy that finished second, <laughs> but other than that, it, it wasn't looking too good. How many, how many, uh, as Henry Hinton would say, racers, <laughs> how many racers do you get in this? Uh, you get five and then you get a guy you put in your garage and you can swap them in anytime somebody gets in a wreck or whatever. But ah. I picked a bunch of bummy drivers cause I'm saving the, uh, the big names for later in the season. All these guys are picking the big names right away. Because right. you can only pick them a limited amount of time, so ah. I'm saving them. Only pick Keselowski. That was the biggest guy I got, and outside of that, a bunch of no names. Okay. A minute for the long haul. I'm, I, no, no, that's fine. You still want to get behind too much early, though. Ben. Yeah, I know. All right. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, we'll hear from Cliff Godwin coming up. Uh, you know, at times we will play a good amount of the. Inside the ECU clubhouse with Coach Cliff Godwin. There will be times we don't play that much. Just give you a little taste of it. 
It's a podcast that we download. It'll probably be somewhere between 9.30 and 10.30 every uh, every Monday, 94.3thegame.com. I actually put it in kind of later today. So I think it's a little more 10.30, post 10.30. But It was 5 o'clock instead of 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, no, it was I. We're not doing the interview then, silly rabbit. Come on. I know you get up early. You're an early riser, so. No, I do. It's it's uh, it's, it's a long day. Today was one of those long days. But um, so we got that up and and ninety four three thegame dot com. I know just enough to press press the right buttons and get it on there. For some reason I couldn't effectively post it on Twitter, but we do have something on there. Um, let's see. Uh, any other notes and uh, news that stands out before we get into the the bulk of some of the ECU stuff. Uh, I guess the Juwan Howard thing. And I was that's about to bring that up. Yeah, that's kind of interesting been interesting to me today. The response from sports media, triangle sports media, national sports media, I'm talking radio when I say that, but also, you know, the think pieces that are written by um uh, you know national columnist look the thing is this uh i don't think either guy were necessarily uh right in in how they handled the post-game convo between them and i'm no wisconsin fan on any level uh at all uh but you know i don't think anybody would accuse you of being a wisconsin fan i think you are you're all right (laughs) but i mean i just to me if you're dwight howard dwight howard if you're juan howard you've got to be better about well, any coach, you can't take a swing at anybody. Oh, Not you a can't. Bar yeah, I mean that's just that's that's low rent. I, as far as I've seen, Ben, there's nothing that's been handed down by anybody, has there? The Big Ten made a statement that they're looking to make some disciplinary actions towards Howard, but nothing's come of it yet. They're just I saying mean, we're we're doing an investigation right now. Is basically what they're saying. What is there to what is there to investigate? I guess they got to find out what was said, or maybe there's a maybe it was just a simple miscommunication. Maybe he thought he said something very personal, and maybe just misheard it. I, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of things that could come from that. So the coach comes by. So just to give you the recap on this, Wisconsin winning by 15. They're up big. Um, did Michigan have their starters in, or were they just pressing? I, I, ECU baseball was my son. Okay. No, I, I okay. I saw this on Twitter. Yeah. Right. So, but I mean, Michigan's pressing at the end and whether they have their starters or reserves or bench guys in point is it was down to the final moments where guys who usually are on the bench garbage time, as we would like to call it back uh, in the day. Wisconsin was kind of running away with it. Well, they'd run away with it and they'd empty their bench. That's kind of. And remember this year when the ECU emptied his bench and they put all the freshmen in against uh, A&T and it went from like a That it worked out game. too well. <laughs> right. But, I mean, A&T left their starters in. Yeah, they did. Which and they pressed, which was kind of – Which was uh, smart because they ended up having a chance well, to win. Well, the thing is this. If that's how you're going to play it, you're going to press at the end. If the other coach does something to make an adjustment to your press, which includes – calling a uh, timeout to prevent a 10-second violation, what do you expect? And so Howard doesn't lead the congratulatory handshake line. Um, I've had games this year where they don't – some women's games, they don't do that. They just wave and go. 
And we might get to the point. I that's like just that. a way to I, wave and go. Do it in volleyball. They they did it a couple of women's games I've had this year. They just wave and go. Ain't nobody shaking hands or <laughs> breathing all over each other. None of that. So they go. They hit the congrats line. But Howard is not leading the way. He eventually gets in the line. And the little little stumpy fellow from Wisconsin stops him. He's a scrappy little fellow. Not really, I didn't think, abruptly grabbed him to stop him, but kind of, you know, for a second, that little handshake with the arm thing. Hey, And I think you, you know, I don't know what he was trying, I don't know if he's trying to explain what happened. Maybe Howard apologize. didn't like it. Maybe, uh, I know, doubt you, that. You, but you Howard, never know what's going on. Howard kind of grabbed him back by his pullover. And then the guys broke it up. Now, the, the assistant comes over from Wisconsin, right? And has no business coming over and, and flapping his gums. Uh, Dwight Howard doubled down on it. You know, and I, I've talked to a couple coaches today, college coaches today. And their opinion was, you know, pretty badly handled all the way around. But, you know, you don't, you don't grab the guy back or you know and Dwight Howard may have said this or Dwight Howard Dwight uh Juwan Howard may have said this but I mean you you basically say look colorful language I'm going to remember this and we're going to kick your tail next time right I mean that's what you that that's what that's what you say move on how many testy handshakes are there a lot of them but I mean when it, when they started pushing and shoving and this dopey assistant comes up. It doesn't matter what the dopey assistant said. You can't smack him in the face. Open-handed, I might add. It wasn't a punch. It was an open-handed. It was a, it was a disrespectful slap. Well, we know there's only one way you handle these things in 2022, and that's a celebrity boxing match. I want it. Let's do it. <laughs> Jake Paul, the I mean, referee. It's like old-school WWE. But Howard didn't really say, allude to anything that the assistant said in, in his post game. He was just sort of doubling down on his re reasoning for being upset. Now, so, that, I mean, that tells me he might be in the wrong. He, he is in the wrong, but that, that even more so kind of reassures well, the fact that he's probably very, very much so in the wrong. But, but what I'm saying is he didn't there's – no, there's no accusation that this guy came up yeah. and used a word he shouldn't have used. Exactly, yeah. There's no accusation that this guy came up and talked about anybody's mother. Yeah, he could have just I, easily lost it in that moment. And he may have, but that hasn't come out, and maybe that's what the Big Ten's trying to vet. I, I'm certainly not in the game of apologizing for the Big Ten. Yeah. But, you know, at, at some point, today, the longer this thing drags on, past 5 o'clock here on the East Coast, the more embarrassing it is, in my opinion. I agree. It's a pretty... If you want to suspend the Wisconsin assistant for coming and have at it, you need to suspend Howard longer because, again, he was the guy who threw the open hand, which you can't do. A strike was thrown. There should have already been some disciplinary actions towards right. Howard at this point. Precisely. University of Michigan should have done something by now. You know, their, their ADs put out a strongly worded statement. I think there's a little bit more to investigate, but once again, I'm with you. It should have been handled by now. It, it, I mean, it should what, have been done. This happened yesterday afternoon. Thrown. Yeah. A, a blow was thrown. And if the if the guy, if you want to suspend the dope from Wisconsin for running up and, and 
you know. Yeah, I'm okay yapping, with that. Barking at him, fine. You know, but I mean, he should. He and Howard shouldn't get the same punishment. And better yet, you know, Howard probably probably shouldn't coach anymore this year. He's a right? guy that's held in a higher regard as opposed to a Wisconsin assistant. I mean, he's going to have to have more of a well, yeah. Heavy, you, I don't whether you're an assistant. If, if if the dummy assistant had thrown a, a haymaker, yeah, he would have been done. That just you just don't do that. You got to be you got to be better. Look, let me tell you something. Michigan in these timeouts. I mean, right? <laughs> make, maybe make the sweater vest segment of the population. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing the Argyle chuckle of hair. The triangle love that one. They love that one. I don't well. I don't know. If you threw a little bit of it, a bachelor reference in there, they would have they would have marked out for it. Oh, it'd have been they'd have they would have been shouting you out right. on Twitter. Oh, can't wait. All right. Uh we got ECU basketball. Look, I, I I say this. That does not look like a program that's cashed in their chips, that's given up on the season. I mean, played great. Took a took a shot to the face early. Pardon the pun. Just talking about Jawan Howard. I mean, they, you know, they they got knocked back on their heels, and they didn't. And they came back. It was early. They got knocked back on their heels. It was bucket for bucket. Vance Jackson hits that one three when they're up four, and it goes up seven. They probably win the game, right? Yeah. So the Pirates lose. I mean, just a gut wrenching. Loss. That that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, and I'm no, you know me. I'm not somebody, one of these pirate fans that kind of pats ECU basketball on the back and says good effort. But I mean, they they've had to overcome a lot of adversity this year, especially the injuries they've had this year. So I, I I'm willing to give them a pat on the back and say, hey, look, look you're still competitive this late in the season. I got to applaud it so, uh, at least a little bit. Their best player hasn't played. Yeah, exactly. Not one second. He might not end up playing. I hate to be negative or anything, but he's dealing with some serious injuries right now. He might not ever end up playing for ECU. I think that you can very easily say basically three buzzer beaters against you, right? Yeah. And you could very easily say should have should have found a way to beat UCF the first time. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's, you know, again, easy to say, but, I mean, you could legitimately say four more wins on the docket. Even if you've got two more wins, you know, that's that's a – I think we're sitting there, everybody's a little more, little more uh, excited. All right. We're going to hear from Joe Dooley coming up. We'll also have a show tonight, Cliff Godwin. Uh, that was a – just a dreadful series. I mean, there's just – they got their ass kicked. There's no two ways about it. And I think Cliff Gottman would tell you that. Um, we're going to break. You want to do a caller five for we got tickets to the basketball game on Wednesday night at home against South Florida. Should be a good time. Seven o'clock. Uh, family four pack of tickets at nine uh, or at two, five, two. Pardon me. Two, five, two. Five, six, one, four, two, six, three. Five, six, one game. We'll take caller five on a family four-pack of tickets to ECU and South Florida on Wednesday at home. Williams Arena, Minji's Coliseum, 7 o'clock. So your chance to go see Pirate Basketball in their next-to-last home game. And uh, hope you'll call and be Caller 5-561-GAME. We'll be back. We'll do our Pirate Report and a lot more. 
mornings. Adam Gold middays. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business to business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victra is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now. Your vehicle packs a load of safety features to protect you in an accident. At North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, it's our job to protect you just as well after an accident. With fast claim service from local agents, our auto coverage is a lot like an airbag. We hope you never need to use it, but we're right there and ready just in case you do. North Carolina Farm Bureau Insurance, helping you is what we do best. North Carolina Farm Bureau Mutual Insurance Company, Farm Bureau Insurance of North Carolina, Inc., Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, an independent licensee of the Blue Cross Blue Shield Association. In Greenville, contact your local Farm Bureau agent for a quote for your car, home, life, or your your health. You'll be working with neighbors you can trust. People like Bill King, Jake Allen, or Jack Metz. These agents are dedicated to protecting your family and your dreams. These Farm Bureau agents are knowledgeable in a wide range of insurance products, but they are also tuned in to the Greenville community. Again, contact Bill King, Jake Allen, or Jack Metz today at Farm Bureau Insurance in Greenville. 252-756-3165. That's 252-756-3165. If you want the best steak in eastern North Carolina, then remember this name. The Seahorse Steakhouse, 2301A Stantonsburg Road in Greenville. They serve USDA prime ribeyes aged 50 days, cooked to perfection by Crystal. The Seahorse Grill Master, guaranteed to be tender and juicy. The Saturday Night Prime Rib is an experience you'll never forget. It's the most flavorful, tender piece of beef you'll ever eat. Delicious is an understatement. You're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. Pirate football lives on game days right here. Here we go. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Uh, hey, Ben, who was our winner? Brian from Greenville. All right. I mean, I don't want to be ye of little faith here, Ben, but told you. <laughs> hey, I'll give it to the Pirate fans. They've been loud even when there's 
hasn't been much reason to be loud for this Pirate basketball team, it seems like. And uh, they've been loud even to the very end, even when we're down by 10. So I, I feel them. I feel like there's there's progress in the program. I think so, too. I think so, too. You know, some fans, you know, they they don't look at it that way. They don't always look at it that way. And I'm kind of surprised well, to see that they are, you know, giving I'm the sure Pirate some, basketball team I'm, a chance. I'm sure some fans, perhaps like other teams in basketball, Ben, and yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. it's just easy to it's just easy to shoot your mouth off when you're a dork sitting behind a keyboard. That's true. That's true. Which I, which I kind of am right now. If you really, I'm a dork behind a keyboard. I mean, that's hey, that's I got going a keyboard. Right here. I have two keyboards in front of me. Actually, no, three, you're double so. dorky. You're triple triple dorky. dorky. Triple All right, dog dork. Uh, yeah, you're a triple dog dork. Uh, if you're tired of working on the weekends, maybe you're fed up with working too many hours, you're not challenged in your job, you want to make more money, you want a new career, Victra, the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, Victra's Contact Center is right here in Greenville, and they are hiring right now. I told a friend about Victra, actually. Passed it on. He, he kind of was dissatisfied in his work, and I said, well, you check this out. Victra has open positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Uh, the Bennies, incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training. They got medical. They got dental. They got vision. You'll get paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill. Access to wages prior to payday. They got 401k matching. Earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Pit-jobs.com is where you could go to learn more and apply online now for Victra. Pit-jobs.com. All right, uh, here's today's Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. 69, brother to 66, uh, as University of Central Florida hits a three at the horn. Uh, Joe Dooley on the Pirates' effort in the defeat. You know, we, we battled back. I thought we put ourselves in some bad spots, and then we sort of dug ourselves out, and we didn't shoot the ball particularly well uh, from three or from the free throw line, but I thought we did a nice job of getting downhill. We had 28 points in the paint. I thought we had some good finishes at the basket. Uh, just got to get one more stop. And he talked about missing open looks for three. They had three of them, specifically Vance Jackson. And, I mean, Vance has shot it so well. Uh, it's a shame that he missed uh, three threes, including uh, one up four, that uh, if he had stuck, Pirates probably uh, would have been in the victory circle. So uh, here is uh, here is Joe Dooley on those uh, missed open threes. Yeah, we had two or three of them. I mean, uh, I mean, Vance had at least, you know, had one in front of our bench, had one opposite our bench and one from the top that all were good looks and, you know, on the season, he's shooting 50%, you know, just out under 50% from three. So make one of those. Maybe it was a different story. And this is uh, Joe Dooley on uh, UCF. Yeah, I mean, you know, they came off today. You know, Freeman hadn't played a bunch, and he comes out and gets 11 points. That's probably off the bench. That's a, you know, that's a wild card. And, uh, you know, we talked to he banked a three from the corner, which, you know, which happens not, not very frequently. But he... He came in, had good energy driving the ball to the basket, and, and he gave him a big lift. I thought he was one of the sparks for him, especially off the bench. Tristan Newton had 19 to lead ECU. Joe Dooley on uh, the Pirate Sports Network from Learfield on that. Yeah, he, he had some good two-foot stops. I thought, you know, Brandon Suggs had a really big basket for us, a little pull-up along the baseline. I mean, even that tip, and you know, I was, you know, Lugino's guys were fighting on the backboard, even on that last possession to get it to tie. 
Luigi got credit for that bucket. I, he might have got a hand on it, but I think it was UCF who tipped it in. Uh, but anyway, this is uh, Joe Dooley on Luigi Debose. Uh, performance gave him uh, nine rebounds off the bench. Yeah, he, he he did a good job. I thought he was active. I thought that he uh, he gave us some good minutes. Good, obviously, that tip was a big play, and I uh, I thought that uh, he he gave us solid. He and he and Zoe and, and gave us good solid minutes. Do they do this from a nightclub? Yeah, I hear some BTS or something in the background. I don't. I'm not I mean, quite that's... sure what's going on. That's totally Orlando. Are they I in mean, the bounce house or something, or what's going on here? I, well, I mean, I, it sounds like they're maybe in the one of the clubs down there. I don't know. On uh, on Independence Boulevard. All right, so I drive. Excuse me, I drive. Uh, finding get your a, local Orlando. Stuff, I, right? I know you you've gone for a number of years. People are going to be very angry with you. Very upset with you. Finding a way to close out these close games. That's kind of the next step for the Pirate program. Joe Dooley. We've got to close some of these outs. I mean, that, that, that's that's what we've got to figure out. And I think, you know, you're, you're right there. But the, the end result is still the same. And, and we've got to get it where we can flip a couple of these, you know, whether it's Temple or this one or, you know, this game at home or, you know, Cincinnati where you can give your guys, a, a, you know, a little more confidence. I think they're, even though we lost, I think our confidence is, is, is pretty good. It's, you know, they they know we're right there, but now we got to figure out how to turn it up another level and uh, get that one more stop or make that one more play. And, um, you know, I thought the, the young guys, I mean, you throw Javon Small in there today, and he gives us, a, he does a good job. And, you, you know, you guys that hadn't, you know, hadn't played a lot of minutes, and he comes in there and was solid. So I, I think these guys are starting to figure some things out, but the, the end result is the end result. All right, last one for hoops, uh, and this is the three uh, that they tossed in, and uh, Dooley talked about that. Yeah, we, we did a decent job. I mean, I, I say this, and, you know, Green is a, is a tough matchup because he can shoot the ball running away from the basket. There's very few guys in college that can do that. I mean, he's, he can shoot it off a curl. He can shoot it off a pin, and he ran a, essentially a baseline runner cut that time. And Although he reverse pivoted, you know, he had a left foot pivot and was able to make it, but I think those are – Tough shots that, that um, you know, a couple of them are really heavily guarded. I, you know, I, I to tell you, I didn't have a complaint with some of the shots that he made because you really couldn't do anything else. It's just it is what it is, and that's why he's a good player. All right, so that's uh, basketball. More from Joe Dooley tonight at six. Uh, we got Cliff Godwin coming up, but I do want to hit a couple of cuts there. Uh, this is Cliff Godwin uh, after the sweep yesterday at the hands of Bryant. Post game uh, here on ninety four three, the game talking about the uh, the issues at the plate during the series. No, we uh, we we get anxious right now with runners in scoring position. And we're not executing, and, and that's on me. I, I got to do a better job coaching them up mentally on uh, slowing the motor down and stuff. But I thought most of our guys competed, but we got to make sure we're not feeling sorry for ourselves because nobody else is going to feel sorry for us. All right, and then this is uh, coach on the series as a whole. They, uh, we were out coached, we were out competed, we were out executed in all facets. And, and look, it's on me, but uh, you know, you give a team like that momentum, they get it Friday, and then they're able to win yesterday, and they had a ton of confidence coming in here today. And um, you got to make your own breaks, coach, you know that. And uh, we did not make our own breaks, uh, we had some opportunities and left them out there on the bases. Look, I, I they what happened Friday, they just got. They got outclassed. They got out hustled. They got out executed. They didn't bring the energy or emotion. They weren't fired up. They may be fine under their own hype. Yeah, real, just real lackluster. And Bryant wasn't. Bryant's a, a championship level program. 
They expect to go on the road and win games. They expect to win their conference tournament. They go to regionals and they play, and they're not going to be worried about the opponent across the way. They think they can win. That's a big part of the battle. Uh, you know, yesterday was what it was with the wild pitch. I mean, it, but you put yourself in bad positions, the hitting at times yesterday. But they got a, the, the freshman gave them a great performance, I thought. Well, Coach Mater gave him a hell of a performance on Saturday. Cooch looks like I mean, he's back. I mean, he didn't have the best season well, last year, but he looked really good Saturday. The knock on Cooch, and I like Jake Coochmaner as much as any student athlete uh, ever at ECU. He's a great young guy, real nice young man, very smart young man. And, you know, Cooch would show you this flash and show you this kind of game about one out of every three starts. Not saying he's awful in the others, but, I mean, the, like yeah. he does this. He's got to do this with some consistency. I hope he will. But what happened on Saturday? That had to be just a bizarre thing. The, the umpire saying that he couldn't see, so he called time? Because the initial thing was, well, it came from the Bryant dugout. Well, no, he, he said he got a bug in his eye or sand in his eye or <laughs> something in his eye, so he called time. When does, how, how the hell does that matter? How does that matter? I guess he's calling timeout, so if something happens or a ball's in play and he's got to make a call, if he can't see, uh, I guess he can't really make a call. I, I and, don't know. I'm just I'm trying to play devil's advocate, but it's not very easy right now. It's but, not but easy. Like, I, like it, it really wasn't in doubt that it was fair or foul, was it? No, it was no, tough that's to tell from the angle. Early on, yeah. but then once – No, that wasn't even yeah, close. Yeah. It was clearly, fa- it was yeah. clearly fair. So you were just trying to figure out what exactly was the right. commotion, what, what the exactly yeah. was the deal, yeah. All right, do you have the the sequence? I do. I know yep. it's been kind of taken down. How long is it? It's like it's less than a minute, maybe yeah, a little right. bit less than a minute. So this is this isn't exactly how it. I mean, this is how it played out, but this is these are kind of this is the meat of the matter. This isn't uh, the whole four or five minutes. This is just the meat of the matter. So let's let's play that, then we'll get the final cut in here. Justin Wilcoxon seeing his first action at the plate today as he takes that pitch and lofts it into right field. Going back, it's out of the park. Is it fair? Is it fair? There's no signal yet. Umpires are going to talk about it. Home plate umpires calling it foul, it looks like. And now Ryan Klosterman's getting in the face of First base umpire Max Stokes. They're going to talk about it again. Manny Gonzalez, the crew chief, coming over from third. Coach Godwin has thrown his helmet, and I think Coach Godwin just got thrown out of this game. It looks like they're going to review this play, and when that was told to Coach Godwin, he threw his helmet, and I believe he has been ejected. As we look. I think Max Stokes at first base was calling time before the pitch. That is what has happened because it is a 1-0 count, so he did call time before the pitch. Gary Overton all over it. He got it right away. Well, once they brought the hitter back to the plate, yeah. Yeah. But that's just what a bizarre circumstance. So in that ruckus, if I may invoke a little French, the Cliff Godwin uh, emotions overcame him. He, he got tossed. And this is what uh, he had to say after the game, game two on Saturday. 
I thought those guys were really good. Um, I thought our guys competed really hard today. Uh, I apologize for getting thrown out. You know, obviously tough situation there. Um, umpire calls time, which I definitely didn't see it, but uh, there's always a first. I've been coaching for 18 years, Coach O. You know, there's always first. That was a first and uh, lost my composure. And, and I thought our guys lost our composure a little bit. And um, it's just not the way to handle my business. So I uh, apologize for that, but we'll be ready to go tomorrow. There's a couple of things I take from all of these cuts with Cliff Godwin. One, he, he apologized for being tossed. That was classy. Uh, understandably upset. Yeah. Because, again, on Saturday, it was a very uh, unclear situation. Yeah. You kind of had to put your emotions aside and realize, well, this might be going to extra innings, and we, we might need our head coach in well, extra innings, but I, I'm no, not able to get him or anything or saying, like, he made this crucial mistake or anything, but gotta, you got to be a little bit. You got to well, put your emotions aside in that kind of moment. I, I'm. That's not really what I'm talking about. What I'm talking yeah. about is, you know, in the aftermath. You know, he 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 acknowledges that. Exactly. Now, at the time, it's happening because there seemed like there was so much confusion and a lack of communication. Yeah. That I could understand his emotions boiling over. He's intense. Now, the other thing is, he's putting all this on him. He's saying this is all on me. Uh which, I mean, that's a sign of a good leader. Not blaming anybody else. But we'll see. I mean, that that did not look like a top-10 baseball team this weekend. No, not at all. And it did not play like a top-10 baseball team. And, and you know, Bryant, Ben's going to give you an update here. I mean, Bryant's this was a big deal for Bryant. So we'll Getting some get national acclaim now. Yeah, a little national attention. We'll uh, get into that, and we will uh, we'll bring you some of our Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin conversation as much as we can after uh, the update and the break. Right now, here's Ben, as that is today's Pirate Report. Now you're 94-3 the game, sports update. Thanks, Patrick. A lot happened around Pirate Nation over the weekend with Star ECU Baseball. They had a disappointing weekend after they got swept in their series with Bryant. After coming into the weekend as the 12th-ranked team in the country by D1 Baseball, ECU is now ranked 25th in the country by D1 Baseball and Baseball America. Bryant now ranked 22nd in Baseball America poll as of this morning. The Pirates look to bounce back in Bowie's Creek tomorrow as they take on the Camel Fighting Camels. Live coach for that game begins at 445 right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates. 94-3 the game. Meanwhile, ECU basketball suffered a heartbreaker in Orlando as they fell to UCF 69-66 thanks to a last-second three-pointer in regulation and now go 13-13 on the season. Tristan Newton led the way for the Pirates with 19 points, two rebounds, and two assists. They're in all AAC honor roll honors this week. Here's head coach Joe Dooley with what he had to say following the tough loss. We, we you know, we, we battled back. I thought we put ourselves in some bad spots and then we sort of dug ourselves out of it. We didn't shoot the ball particularly well uh, from three or from the free throw line, but I thought we did a nice job of getting downhill. We had 28 points in the paint. I thought we had some good finishes at the basket. Uh, just got to get one more stop. The Pirates look to bounce back this Wednesday as they host UCF at 7 in Minji's Coliseum and the Joe Dilley Radio Show immediately following our show at 6 o'clock right here on 94.3 The Game. ECU softball had some tough competition. The Pirate clash over the weekend in Greenville and came away from the series 3-2 with losses to Rutgers, Colgate, and wins over Colgate and Wagner twice. 
East Women's Lacrosse is undefeated after beginning their season over the weekend and smacking Radford 13-4, Winthrop 17-7, and Presbyterian yesterday 20-3 to start 3-0. And summer night in the ECU's track meet came through this weekend with a huge school record in the pole vault, clearing 4.16 meters at the JDL DMR Invitational. She also set the meet record. Meanwhile, taking it to college basketball, Michigan head coach Jawan Howard is facing punishment after striking a Wisconsin assistant following their loss to the Badgers yesterday. The Big Ten has released a statement saying that they're investigating the situation and looking to take disciplinary action against Howard. From college football, former head coach Charlie Strong will join Miami as their linebackers coach. From the NFL, the Carolina Panthers will reach out about acquiring quarterback Kirk Cousins from the Vikings. Steelers GM Kevin Colbert has indicated that he's willing to ride with Mason Rudolph at quarterback next season. Former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores has been hired as linebackers coach for the Steelers. Vikings are hiring Rams Wes Phillips as their new offensive coordinator. And Washington Commanders Hall of Fame receiver Charlie Taylor has passed away at the age of 80. Wrapping up for Major League Baseball, the MLB has delayed the start of spring training to March 5th with CBA negotiations resuming today. That's going to do it for your 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Hey, I want to tell you about Wilson Rhodes Heating and Air Conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation, gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Rhodes, an authorized train dealer specializing in new installations, home replacement service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for simple financing options that are just a few clicks away. To get the job done right, Wilson Rhodes, you'll be comfortable in no time in Green. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza, homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Hey guys, there is some important news that all men should take very seriously. Your prostate health. Are you urinating more frequently? Are you waking up at night to urinate? Are you sick and tired of prostate pills that just don't work? Sound familiar? If you are one of the millions of men with prostate problems that are driving you nuts, there is some great news. 
Prostagenix is the all-natural product that beat over 157 other prostate supplements in lab tests and was rated the number one most powerful prostate supplement in the world. Number one, because it works. So why not try some Prostagenix and your prostate troubles will be a thing of the past. You'll get a great night's sleep and stop waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. To get your free bottle of Prostagenix, call now, 800-600-2020. That's 1-800-600-2020. Take advantage of our 90-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-600-2020. Do it now. Happy hours are always a swashbuckling good time with the P-Man. Happy hour for me never starts till after five. Me either. This is only number three. Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Play ball! It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate baseball coach Cliff Godwin. On your home for East Carolina baseball, 94.3 The Game. Going back, looking up, see you later! Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency, covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and Newburn, And by HealthWise Pharmacy in Greenville, locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker. HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. East Carolina baseball back on the field Tuesday. They'll take on Campbell at Bowie's Creek. Uh, we'll have the game for you on 94-3, the game. Scooter and Cocho, a 4.45 airtime, and then 5 o'clock first pitch from Bowie's Creek. Camels dropped uh, 2 of 3 in their opener to Appalachian State this weekend. And then, of course, uh, you would see later in the week Cliff Godwin joining us as we uh, recap the season opening uh, series. Coach Godwin, uh, know a lot of – disappointment and frustration coming out of that. But I, I took a lot of what you talked about is this is this is going to be maybe some of the growing pains of this team early in the season as guys kind of work out to establish their roles and, and to a degree how this team establishes its personality. No question. And, you know, reflecting on the weekend um, yesterday after the game, you know, by myself and at home last night, unfortunately, tough to get off your mind when you're a coach uh but we really uh we really earned it and we earned it before we even played Bryant to be quite honest uh you know we were really inconsistent in the way we prepared in the preseason scrimmages we would have a good day and then maybe not a couple good days and then maybe have a good day and look it's too hard to win college baseball games if you're mentally not locked in every single day when we show up. And, of course, we're playing a lot of different guys, trying to figure out what guys need to be in the lineup. But And I said it in my post game, you know, I'm going to play guys like Lane Hoover, who mm-hmm. do show up every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, he ain't the most talented thing out there. But I tell you what, man, when, you know, you, your back's up against the wall, nobody played better than Lane Hoover yesterday. Coach, would you, uh, would you say that? Uh, and, and you have – that's something that – in my visits with you, and I've heard you comment on all preseason. I mean, there were times that you didn't feel like that this group and the scrimmages were, were their best. Is this just a, a lack of, uh, you know, maturity? And I don't mean the guys are immature, but just, you know, a lot of new faces, a lot of young guys, a lot of guys that are playing 
are going to be counted on for more maybe different roles. Is, is it some of that? Is it a mental thing? What what would you say it is? I'd say it's a combination of things. It's a combination of being overconfident. Hey, coach is on us all the time. We'll be fine. And hopefully this is a wake-up call. I mean, it's not everybody. It's just, right. you know, if you have a couple guys that feel that way, then it spreads throughout the team. And then, you know, guys worried about if they're starting or not, which we got more position players than we've ever had that are talented enough to play, but you got to figure out the right nine guys. And, um, you know, that was an issue at times this weekend. And I'm just being totally transparent. And uh, that's why I always say I coach the mind more than I coach anything else because that's what you're managing these days. You know, everybody wants to hit the three hole. Everybody wants to pitch on Friday night, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really hard to continue to tell and buy into the team aspect of it. And um, there's two ways, and I told our team this uh, the other day, this weekend, there's two ways to have great baseball programs like what we have. Number one, you can go out recruit and just over-recruit and treat your players like checkers where – doesn't matter what type of person they are. We're just going to get as much talent and we'll figure it out and we'll send guys to junior college at the break. And, and I never want to do that. So the other way is you got to have a great culture and guys got to buy into the team concept. And as long as I'm a head coach at East Carolina, um, that's the way we're going to run it because I want to have the individual relationships. I care about the human being and we're going to run it that way. So, we'll get everybody on the same page and, and we'll get better from this weekend. And if you don't learn from it, then, you know, it's going to, it's going to be a long year, but I feel like our guys will come together and learn from it. We've got ECU baseball coach Cliff Godwin with us. Would you say uh, inside of the, the, the locker room, it was humbling for these guys this weekend after, after the three games? Patrick, I don't go into the locker room a whole lot. That's kind of their space, but yeah. if it's not humbling, then man, they're not living in uh, reality, they're living in some fantasy world. So uh, I would hope so. Coach, you talked about maybe just being over-anxious, uh, maybe pressing a little too much, particularly yesterday. You could see that perhaps at times. Uh, and, 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 again, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Guys trying to make plays, uh, maybe, you know, try. Well, I, yeah, yeah just, but I was defending our players, to be quite honest. They're not sticking to the approach that we had for each individual pitcher. And right. whether that is they're not breathing at the plate, they're not thinking, um, you know, we spend as much time on the mental game and other stuff financially, um, what I'm talking about, and bringing different people in. And, and they're just not utilizing the tools that we have given them. And as Chad Tracy told me, and, and I'm not, look, look, I'm the head coach and I take full responsibility, right, but right. we give them the information. You, you got to be able to go up there and execute the plans. And that doesn't mean that the plan's always 100% going to be accurate. But if as an offensive unit, whatever our plan is, we always talk about keeping the chain connected. So whatever that plan is, if we fail, it's going to be failing. Okay, we're, you know, on time for fastballs and we're chasing down. Then what everybody's got to do it can't be one guy chasing the fastball over his head and the next guy chasing the fastball down it's got to be consistent for you to have the offensive approach we don't have uh norby we don't have thomas francisco to protect some of these other hitters so at you know more than ever we've got to keep that chain connected right. and 
we'll find the guys that will keep the chain connected. And like you said, it's, it was, I'm sure, an eye-opening moment when they sit back and self-reflect, like, oh, my God, Brian just came in and swept us at home. So um, we'll get better from it. Coach, you, and you mentioned the, the mental aspect of it. That's where I was uh, sort of headed with that. Is it – are there things physically you can do uh, in, in practice and rehearse, or is this more of getting the guys right? As you, and you kind of alluded to it there, but getting the guys mentally engaged in those situations. It's more mental. And, look, you go back and look at some of the video and, and of all of our coaches have watched some of the video from this weekend, and it's like – we practice this more than any team in the country. So how it's because you don't have the right thoughts when you go up there. You, you, you've either gone, hey, um, you know, I, I know we're supposed to be looking to hit the ball the other way so we protect ourselves against all speed, and then you're chasing fastballs over your head, and you're like, there's no way that that was your thought process. Right. <laughs> you're too good right. of a player. Yeah. So, um, and just continue to show them video and, Say, hey, look, you know, this was our plan and th- this isn't what we executed and wh- why didn't we do that and, um, you know, stuff like that. I mean, the more they can watch it, hopefully they'll learn from it and we'll keep getting better from it. It's a, it's a quick turnaround to the game on, on Tuesday. So what is today like for this for this program? Because I know there's it's usually an off day for the players, but what how does that change this week with the Tuesday game or does it? Yeah, so we'll, we'll have an optional list. I mean, it's the first. I thought it was crucial for our guys to get off their feet, especially the guys that play every day. Um, it was a long weekend. Um, it's the first time that we have played three nine-inning games, um, and one, obviously one was extra innings. So I mm-hmm. felt like, and our games were longer because um, right. we threw a lot of pitchers out there. So I felt like it was crucial for them to get off their feet today. I'm going to have a meeting with our, our leadership, our Pirates Council, um, and we'll get ready for tomorrow. Cooch Maynard really showed uh, a nice return to form in many ways uh, Saturday. Uh, and then Sunday, Jacob Hunter, for a freshman, I thought was very, very impressive. Uh, could you assess those two and their their performances? I thought Cooch was outstanding. Uh, I really did. I thought he was great. I thought he uh, worked around, you know, an error and only gave up one run where the inning can get out of hand, and he kept us in the game. Um, Cooch did his job. Pitch was unbelievable. I thought mm-hmm. Jake Hunter was unbelievable. There were some long innings in there with Jake, and I felt like there was a couple of reviews in there. Just we had the bases loaded a couple of times, and it was a tight game. and And he probably could have gone five with all that stuff, but I thought crucial the fourth inning for him. I think first and second no outs, and he was able to maneuver around that. Of course, Justin Wilcox is a little guy out at third mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. But just to get out of that inning, I thought was crucial as well, and he did a really good job. I thought Jake was for a freshman. You could not have asked more from a freshman um, in their first career start. With Sailor, uh, Coach, do you was it maybe he was pressing a little? What, what did you? What's your assessment of his performance on Friday? He, his fastball wasn't sinking. Yeah. I mean, if Garrett Saylor's fastball's flat, and, and Garrett knows this, and, and you know, um, it's just not its not good. It's not conducive for him to have the success, and it was flat for whatever reason, and he I don't think he was nervous. I mean, him and I talked about that. Mm-hmm. He, he wasn't, but he's got to be able to control his breathing probably a little bit better, and stay in his legs a little bit more, because when he doesn't do that, then he doesn't sink the baseball, and then it's a lot different. The fastball's flat, and 
you knew anytime you see 92s up there on the board from Garrett Saylor, then most of the time it's going to be flat. If he's not 88, 90, 91, then he's probably, you know, doing something uncharacteristic of himself to make the baseball be flat. Coach, who out of the bullpen uh, were you impressed with this weekend? I thought Ben Terwilliger did a good job on Friday. Um, Carter Spivey did a good job yesterday. Mm-hmm. Merritt Beaker, you know, unfortunate. We, you know, we missed a block. I thought Merritt Beaker did his job in the two outings that he came out. Um, I'm probably missing some guys um, somewhere. Ryder did a good job. Um, obviously, we're asking a lot out of him to play shortstop and pitch as well. And, and other guys had flashes of doing their stuff. Mayhew was, was good. Um, good to see Skylar Brooks come back out last night or yesterday. And, you know, after he executed some pitches, they just put a good swing on the ball. And um, But he struck the only guy he faced yesterday, so we're going to need him. And, you know, you'll continue to see other guys coming out of that bullpen a lot. And uh, we're going to pitch a lot of guys on Tuesday. Um, it'll be a all-staff kind of release mm-hmm. day on Tuesday. That's Cliff Godwin, and that's inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin. You can listen to the podcast in its entirety at 943thegame.com. It's brought to you by the Gavigan Agency and Healthwise Pharmacy. We'll break and wrap up today's show after this. Joe Dooley Show, top of the hour. and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why. Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, our ability to service our clients, and our community involvement. That's true. We see town insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people? Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And we're talking about business, we're talking about health insurance, we're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right, so folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you. 252-756-8300. And the website? Towninsurance.com, town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. Town insurance. In studio with Jeff Stein from Brown and Wood. What's new, Jeff? For service, we're doing touchless pickup and drop-offs. So when you pull your vehicle in, we greet you at the car and open the door for you. But, you know, we're putting plastic on the seats. We're having a steering wheel cover put on. We even have shift knob covers now this year. And then we have the customer actually drop the key in a baggie. And they're the next one to touch that key when it comes out of the baggie when they pick up their vehicle. So just want to make sure we take care of the customers that voted us number one. Brown and Wood, your number one dealership in Greenville and the home of the Lifetime Power. Powertrain warranty. 
It's time to travel again, and it's time to enjoy the convenience of flying from Pitt Greenville Airport. Reservations are available now at AA.com. Whether you're flying for business or leisure, Pitt Greenville Airport and American Airlines can get you to Charlotte and then anywhere on the map. You can't beat the convenience of parking right next to the terminal and the short lines at ticketing and security. For your next trip, check out the great rates offered at AA.com and support your local Pitt Greenville Airport. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is where the fiesta never ends. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Wednesday for shrimp tacos for only $9.99. Plus, Wednesdays means all Mexican imports for only $2.50. Thursdays, enjoy your favorite beef, chicken, or vegetable fajitas for only $9.99. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. I tickle myself, Ben, with my humor. I tickle myself. You're a funny guy. You're a funny guy. All right, Joe Dooley's show coming up. Uh, tomorrow will be preempted by baseball. That time of year. Uh, I'll be back in the morning on Talk of the Town. Next two mornings, in fact. Actually, next four mornings. Uh, But uh, no show tomorrow because of baseball. Ben and Phillip on Wednesday because I've got TV. Thursday I'll be in, and then Friday no show because of baseball. That is all coming up. At some point you're going to have time to talk about Mickelson. At some point you're going to have time to talk about College football not expanding and the ACC involvement in that. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Thanks to Coach Godwin. Thanks to Ben. Thanks to you. We'll catch you Wednesday. No, I'll catch you Thursday. Baseball tomorrow. Have a great weekend. Joe Dooley Show next. to insure a boat in Edenton, a business in Elizabeth City, a car in Greenville. How about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks? Weatherly Insurance Agency, an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina, is here to help. Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town. Call today, 888-OBX-2-IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com. From the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks, Weatherly Insurance has you covered. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell, proud fourth-generation winemaker at Dupin Winery and proud new graduate of East Carolina. So many great things are happening right now at the winery. We're celebrating our 45th anniversary this year, and I'm officially Duplin's newest full-time employee. For four years now, I've been asking you to buy our